Welcome to the Zadzooks Happy Hour, a podcast providing commentary on the latest in film, TV, games, and comics. My name is Todd Stoll, and I'm joined by 25-year veteran reporter covering pop culture, video games, and technology for the Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski. Okay, I'm going to get this right out of the way. Did you take a nap today? And, <laughs> and how recently? Did you just catch me in a yawn? Yes. How recently? Dagnammit. How recently? Well, I think there's a carbon monoxide leak in my house because... My family manicured our lawn, and then we went in the house mm. and all proceeded to take long naps. Mm. So I don't know what that means. What's the symptoms of carbon monoxide poisoning? Is there headaches, or is it just... It would be headaches, and you would be sleepy all the time. So the fact that the they time. did something means that somebody maybe slipped some Adderall or something <laughs> along those lines, if they were productive. Are allergies bad? Is that possible? I don't think that that would have anything to do with them actually doing work. Okay. But you never know. This is not a doctor referral show. And it's not a at? gardening. It's not a gardening no, show. It's not a gardening. We could no. talk about gardening. I don't want to. It's a Christmas show. Ugh. It's a merry, happy Yuletide it's show. Christmas Welcome in, to December. In April. We're, we're... Now, I warned you about this movie. I said... You, were, I, you, I you, you said you were worried about it before I you watched it. it. Right. So... so now I was double worried when it said office Christmas party unrated. Which version did you watch? Of course I watched the unrated version that clocked in around an hour 50. Yep. Which meant I'm never going to get that time back. And according to the DVD, the extended edition included deleted scenes. If, That's right. If I'm not mistaken. So you really got a very long it's movie. more than i ever wanted to get okay now so, now the guys who did it right josh gordon and will speck did yeah blades of glory mm -hmm. which i thought was a fairly funny movie yeah. for the time and yeah it was topical and yeah. it was it was amusing i and, i had a good time with that movie right so you figured they would have learned from that yep um so what did you think <laughs> okay i went into this movie with no expectations. I went into this movie being preparing myself to laugh that I was going to have a good time. Right. You cleared your Jedi mind. I, you were going in. I didn't go in in a bad mood. I went in thinking I'm going to see a comedy and I'm going to laugh. It's got it's got a recipe. It's for for success. Right. It's got an amazing cast. Right. Jason Bateman, T.J. Miller, Jennifer Aniston, Kate McKenna. Uh, you know more names than I care to to include in this and the reason that i say that is because this movie was pretty unforgettable in the sense that it was not a great movie so it, uh, if anybody would ever be like name five horrible christmas movies this would show up on my list right really yeah it's gotten a, i i actually got to the point where i was actually clocking in the times where i wasn't laughing so it was like 30 minutes did you ever no laugh, laugh. You know, even with Kate McKinnon flatulence joke, it, it wasn't working at all. That's usually a gimme. There's always, you know what I mean? I think... That's a gimme for a guy. I want to just point this out. Fart jokes work for guys. But here's the thing. When you insert a fart joke that early into the movie... You know you're in trouble? You know you're in trouble because now they're relying on the fart jokes to carry the film. That's right. And they have her farting several times throughout the film right. to insert some sort of comedic gesture. So maybe we should take a step back here and talk about at a high level 
What is this movie about? It is about a software company, okay. br- a branch of a software in company. Chicago, in Chicago, which is the only good part of the movie because it's some beautiful shots of Chicago. Yep. Uh, who the, uh, the Run by an eccentric boss. T.J. Uh, Miller. Yep. And sort of co-run by Jason Bateman's character. Yes. Um, Jason Bateman is the, is the chief technology officer sure. for this company. And he is seen as the voice of reason to T.J. Miller's character's eccentricities. Wackiness. Um, and they are told by uh, uh, his sister, played by Jennifer Aniston. A spiteful sister. Yes. CEO sister. Uh, interim CEO. Interim CDO. Uh, that CEO. CEO. That she uh, is reducing his workforce by 40%. Right. And that if they don't start producing, then she will close it. And and let me let me read from my not <laughs> not posted review yet. Bateman Miller and and I think Olivia Munn kind of mm-hmm. helps. They devise a desperate plan to throw an impressive holiday office party to help land a high profile client and save the company. Yep. Let the shenanigans begin. Now. There's a couple things that I want to point out here why this movie kind of... I, I, I could have walked away about two-thirds of the way through. The fact that they announced two-thirds of the way through that the guy that they're trying to impress doesn't work Worked for the it. company anymore. Right. That should have been something at the very end of the movie that would have been like, and we're all screwed. Right. But then it's now this full-on shenanigans of T.J. Miller has gone completely bonkers and is stoned and drunk and is, you know, running through the city with... In a Santa outfit. In a Santa outfit with $300,000 cash strapped to his person. With a female pimp and and a call girl. And a call girl in a car trying to figure out where his money is so they can rob him. And it's just, at that point, it's just like, what? This is a different movie. But you were okay with the uh, 3D printing of genitalia? Or did that? No. No, they could have done without that. How about Jesus riding on horseback? That was impressive. That was impressive? Uh, Cocaine spewing snow machine? There is no way at at any... I didn't bring up the big one either. The oral sex with um, an ice sculpture? And and I, I don't think you have to cut that. I mean, I said oral sex, but that... It's not with, you know. I mean, Jason Bateman gives a performance with eggnog. Uh, of, of a lifetime in, that, in right. that role, in that performance with the ice sculpture. I think, isn't that when you reach rock bottom? I just... When you're sucking on an ice sculpture? It's just such a crazy cast, and I don't know Let's, what happened. Right. Like, Aniston Bateman, Miller. Olivia Munn. Sam Richardson from Veep. Yep. Vanessa Bayer Saturday from Saturday Night Live. Matt Walsh from Veep. Um, Although he's not really in it. Randall Park, who's fr- from Fresh Off the Boat, but Randall Park was in the interview. Yeah. Um, Olivia Munn, of course, Rob Cordry from yep. Ballers, and, and more and Jillian Bell. And yeah, and Daily Show. So really, fantastic cast. So Jillian Bell was in another Christmas movie, right? which was written and directed by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. And the night before, the night before, where she plays a wacky wife, and in this Christmas film, she plays a wacky pimp. Right. And, and I, the night before is a much better movie. 
Okay, all so, around. So Jason Bateman's character to me is very similar similar to Joseph Gordon Levitt's character in The Night Before. He's got the same kind of he's he's conflicted. He's divorced, freshly divorced. The Night Before features an incredibly wild party. Yes, the Nutcracker Ball. Correct. So it's just there were so many things that were going on. I mean, and I think maybe because it was such a huge cast, Vanessa Bayer is a single mom who is like sexually assaulted practically um, at one point and just very strange. Kate McKinnon goes from this stuck up HR person to by the end of it being Wild completely woman. unbelievably crazy. Right. Bateman's character is, you know, pretty level headed. TJ Miller is all over the place. Uh, you know, Rob Corddry, he was in it. Yeah. Pretty uh, much Rob Corddry. Pretty much vintage. Yeah. Any any Rob Corddry. Um, right. And a massive just ensemble slash extras cast. And that Kate McKinnon needs an agent. She really needs to take a look at who she's aligned with and find somebody new because she's getting scripts that she shouldn't be in. No, you know what I think it is? I think she's just, she's, she's not putting in any depth into these characters. I feel like these are SNL characters, extended SNL characters that she's right. creating. Right. And maybe that's what they're asking for, but she is fully capable of driving a vehicle. Like let's, let's take Bridesmaids, for example. And, and how that movie went. Right. And how it was a breakout for a lot of people in terms of taking them seriously as, you know, like, look at Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig she is wrote a perfect that, example. And that was a prime example. And Kate McKenna needs a vehicle that is tailored to her where she right. doesn't play these goofball, wacky characters. You know, Ghostbusters, goofball, wacky character. This right. movie, goofball. Um, uh, Masterminds, the piece of garbage that it is. Goofball character. Was she in that? Yeah. He, God, I... She was uh, Galifianakis's fiance. <laughs> oh, that's right. She was funny in that, but... I mean... Maybe the only thing that was funny in that movie. It's just like she... You know she's got chops. You know she does. And it's just like... I don't know if it gets lost in the editing or if it's like in the direction or what it is, but they screw her every time. And right. she's fully capable yeah. of commanding... A Absolutely. hilarious presence, and and it's just not getting there. And I don't. This one, I don't know if it was just washed over because of the absurdity of the whole thing. I feel bad for the directors because there's a lot of work involved in this movie. Oh, I mean, trashing an entire two floors of an office building. And you know, the extras. There's an uh, there's a commentary track on the on the theatrical cut. It wasn't really needed. <laughs> it, it it wasn't needed, but. They're obviously they liked what they made, yeah. you know what I mean. They've got lots of areas where they're they're talking about the casting and how they set up the locations in Chicago and you know the Sumu snowman suits and all this kind of stuff that they were I mean, setting into. It's crazy. And the thing is, is like how many times has Jason Bateman and Jennifer Aniston been in a movie together? Both horrible bosses. He was in that movie where he did the switch. Where that he became, was directed by these two. Yeah, and that was a good movie. Like, I just, I don't know if it's just a byproduct of so much chaos going on in the background that you can't follow it. Right. But man, it it dragged a bit for me. Um, it's a long I, movie. And I wanted it. I wanted this to be another good 
go-to holiday film. Right. And it's like, geez. I like to laugh. Yeah. There's nothing better than actually sitting. I mean, a good example was um, Neighbors 2. That wasn't really a good movie at all. But there's a scene in a garage with Seth Rogen sitting on something that explodes. Oh, that well, is, it's the airbag scene. The airbag yeah. scene. It's just funny. They did it in the first movie. I mean, I'm and, a stooge's nut, yeah. but that just, I couldn't stop laughing at that point. So, I'm sorry. It just didn't work. <sighs> I know. It, well, and, it's not a Merry Christmas. And, and, and you know the sad part is, is that at the end, I was really willing it. I'm like, it's got to pull through in the third Something's act. Something's got to happen. Something in the third act has got to be hilarious. Right. And it just wasn't. Right. And I don't... And I, they tried to get sentimental in the end, which just wasn't going to work. No. Right. Um, I'm going to go to the letters here. Oh, the I'm going to give you a letter. Okay. I'm going to give this a D. Yeah. I, 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 you know, that's like D minus for me. Uh, I mean, I give it a D, and I might, even, I might on a good day give it a C minus because right. of the cast. And they tried. And you do see... You feel like there's a camaraderie there, but you also feel the conflict between departments and how much they hate each other. Right. No office space is operates like that, where it's just completely crazy. Right. It just doesn't. It doesn't right. exist. Maybe Wolf of Wall Street it does, but not here. Right. Um, a fake tech company spewing out uh, tech jargon that makes no sense, coming from somebody who runs technology. And explaining that you can run the internet over electricity, which is something Nikola Tesla tried to do. And clearly, that's not going to happen anytime soon. There was a lot of reach there. And that's fine. I don't care about that. But it just wasn't... It became more of a dramedy. So, the movie had so few laughs in it, you actually started to try to invalidate the technology yeah. involved. Yeah. You were actually going, wait a minute, you got a pencil and, a, and you're like, this yeah. isn't going to work. Yeah. This when, can't work. When they threw subroutine in there, <laughs> I literally rolled my eyes and was like, oh, we're on this trip, are we? Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, they maybe need a little bit more, uh, you know... Uh, get like a third party to come in right. and usually if the movie's funny that's not even something you're going to care about Mm-mm. it doesn't matter if it's if it's now possible did i watch the whole thing and was i invested in the movie i was because again i was waiting for the payoff right at the end of it it was sort of eh, okay well i watched it i can say i watched it i probably won't watch it again not one of my favorites um certainly i think could have been done differently who knows maybe the theatrical release was much tighter Right. And therefore funnier, but... Okay, come on, really? I doubt, I doubt it. Okay. So, before we take a break, I think we're done with this one, right? We put yeah, this one, I'm way okay, done with this but one. But I'm going to tell you this right now. Still not as bad as Masterminds. Still That's right. By far gets gets the lowest rating of the year So, the lowest rating of every any comedy I've ever watched was Holy Moses with Dudley Moore. You're Ooh. not even going to even remember no. that. No. Saw that in a the theater. I'm sorry That for was you. so ugly. Lorraine Newman... Did you walk out? Of course not. I was a kid. I was uh, like, God, I'm in a cool movie. I'm going to watch this, and it was terrible. But I still remember how bad it was. So Holy Moses and then Masterminds. So it can't get. So here's a question. We're going off topic a little bit. Have you ever walked out of a theater for a film? No. I don't think I have either. No, I've I'm, known. I'm too cheap. Well, yeah. I mean, you've paid the I'm money. Gonna, you, you yeah. might, but I definitely have been at movies where I'm like, this was a big mistake. And I fell asleep. During Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs too, because it was so bad. My <laughs> okay. kids, my kids were watching it, and I don't remember three quarters of that movie. My dad fell asleep during Star Wars. That has nothing to do with you or I, but that shows you how 
hardworking of a man. Was Star Wars big when it first came out? Oh, yeah. Was it? Oh, huge. I thought it sort of grew the the more weeks it was out. Yeah, it's true. So how, we, how soon? We saw did... it a few weeks in, and it just was. It was already big? Yeah. Mm. Well, he just diff- couldn't handle it. Different generation. That's fine. Okay, speaking of Star Wars, yes. I know you wanted to touch briefly... Now that the uh, ex- the Blu-ray is out for Rogue One, right? You had a couple things you wanted to touch upon that we didn't do last week, right. so I'll give you the floor. Oh, thanks. Um, it's a great movie. I've watched it again and again, and um, the only disappointing part of the entire movie is Disney and Lucasfilm took the time to shoot it and take it down into a 4K master. <laughs> but then they release it on Blu-ray. I can't imagine how great this film would look. Is it a Blu-ray, DVD, slash digital download? Yeah, yeah. But it's no 4K. But well, we know 4K. it's not 4K because right. Disney won't do it. They, they're not committed. They're busy. I, I, I've yet to figure out why they won't do it, nor have I looked into it, other than people complaining on message boards that when is this going to happen? It's going to be for the holidays. It's going to be And then they're going to re-release everything. They're going to re-release right? everything, and the... Box set. It'll be a 4K box set, and it'll be two ninety nine ninety nine. Yep. And it will coincide with Episode Eight. And the Blu-ray has eleven featurettes, about seventy three minutes on the background of the movie. They focus a lot on the characters, and almost every character has features interviews with the celebrity, the star who um, created the character. And you know, it's not that great extras. But it's such a great movie, you have to buy it. Oh, yeah. I mean, There's no way you don't want it. No, in. I'll get it for my kid. Sure. Um, He's like a Star Wars, or they're both Star Wars nuts. And the thing I didn't know was that the director was a huge Star Wars fan. And, I knew that. I knew that. And it's a shame he didn't do an optional commentary track, because I bet you he would have so, totally geeked out. I oh. would have totally geeked out. When will they release the um, Steelbook Edition that will have the oh. optional commentary track? So the Steelbook Edition went to Target, I think. Oh, did but it? There, I don't know if there's an optional commentary track. The other thing I want to mention was the movie looks so great on, on um, 1080p that Grand Moff Tarkin looks even worse now. One... He, oh, because of the transfer? Yeah, because of the death mask, animated death mask over the actor portraying so, him. Yeah, so that's I guess that's a question. When they do that, if the movie's shot in 4K, do they have to upscale the, the legacy footage? How does that work? I don't or know. Or is it like CGI on top of leg? I mean, because is it somebody else's body? It was an actor performing the role. With a green head? He, no, he just had dots all over his face, okay. motion capture dots. Okay, but um, I mean, he he looks like a, a character in Ratatouille now. In in, oh, no. and I don't think it's that bad. But I, I, I'm over exaggerating. You've also got a 4K massive TV that you're watching this right. on, so, so it's, you know when somebody sneezes, you can see their nose hair is moving. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. I need to include that when, a, when you do your review for next year. Great. This TV. Started, we're turning into Wayne's World. I, I can excellent. S- yeah. Yeah. I can see. Uh, I can see the guy's pores. He's got yes. a few blackheads. He needs to clear. There's out. lots of pores. Brad Pitt's skin is not good. <laughs> it's not good on regular de- okay, definition good. either. Okay. When we come back, you're going to dig into what's the Scorsese movie again? You're, Silence. There's no way. Silence. There's no way. We can't do that here. You can't. It's too. It's too. It's too somber. 
you have to. We'll talk a little bit. You have to talk. All right, a little bit. We'll be back. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com. And support the next evolution in news. Okay. You're going to talk like... Silence. Should we... Silence, please. Should we lower it down a little bit? I'm going to um, demonstrate my ignorance of both religion and history as I talk about legendary director Martin Scorsese's um, another look at the power of faith. Now, Now, he's done a couple of films. Temptation of Christ, he did that one, right? I want to interrupt you real quick because I know we've been screwing up people's names. Is oh, it, there's no chance. Is it Scorsese? Who knows? Or Scorsese? Listen, that is going to be the least of my problem in this movie. Okay, I can So a pair of um, see, I'm off. I'm. I have no chance. It's based on a 1966 novel by some guy. I can't pronounce his name. So Endo. Do it. Do it. Endo. Shusuku Endo. It's about a pair of Portuguese Jesuit priests. One of them is Sebastio Rodriguez, played by Andrew Garfield, um, and Francisco Garupe by Adam Driver. So now that's one Star Wars connection. Going on a perilous journey, they're trying to find their mentor, Father Cristavo Ferreira, played by Liam Neeson. That's another big star, major. Um, Ferreira was caught in one of the um, persecution waves in feudal Japan, where um, Christians were being executed and tortured mm-hmm. and told that they must um, not be Christian anymore. And I can't remember the term of that, but it's... Um, this is like a Chris Farley... Is it, is it non-madge? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were told to become non-madge. <laughs> um, anyway, this is serious, so please stop. Um these two priests get there and find out that there's like lots of of Japanese villagers that are still practicing Christianity. And um, they're being hidden now, these priests, as they keep looking for Ferrara. And these priests are now watching these villagers essentially being tortured and murdered by the um, government and the military for their beliefs. And it's kind of hard to watch. It's um, not that it, it's, it's, it's depressing, and it's not at any point uplifting. So don't go into it thinking there's going to be some sort of epiphany happen at the end of the movie, because it's not. So definitely a very hard drama. It's a hard historical drama. It's two hours and 40 minutes. It's a long movie. It does not feel like two hours and 40 minutes. It flies by. So that's the good news. Um, it's a really well done movie, of course, because it's done by, I mean, how many misfires has he had in his career? Not many. Um, Though surprisingly, this movie didn't make any money. It really didn't do well. Yeah, you know, that's the, I think, the thing with religious movies, right, is that it's it can turn a lot of people off, even if it's good good stuff. I mean, I don't right. think, um, uh, the... I don't think The Last Temptation of Christ made a lot of money, did it? Um, I mean, well, the Passion of the Christ made a lot of money, right? Um, and then, I mean, and they're hit and miss. They really are. It's very, it's very peculiar. Right. But religious movies are not a guarantee. So, like, um, 
Mr. Magoo's Christmas. I think that made. Was that a Scorsese movie? <laughs> no, but it was a holiday classic. Okay. Um. Anyway, like Christmas party. I'm off topic. We're getting back. To I don't the know. Christmas that just movie. Wow, that came out of left field. That I just I'm like a deer in a headlights. Like, wait, what? I, I like the way your eyes just kind of glazed. Yeah, it was, that I'm, was I'm cool. Like, You're on your own on this one. I'm always on my own. Um. Anyway, so anyway, it's a really good movie. There's an actor in this also. A, a, a Japanese actor. He's playing a former samurai who's now the Inquisitor. I can't pronounce the guy's name, but he is the absolute best part of this movie. It is amazing how his character lays out in roles. And the guy is absolute, total evil. Have you seen him before? No. Inuo, I-N-O-U-E, Masigi, M-A-S-S-A-S-H-I-G-E. This guy is brilliant. He needs to win an Oscar at some point. He's probably going to be like one of those guys like Christoph Waltz where yes. he gets an amazing role. Yes. This yeah. is an amazing role. It really was. So for the performances in this, are they Oscar worthy? Absolutely. For who? It was all of them. Yeah. It was only, I think it was nominated for one Oscar. It might have been screenplay or something like that. I don't know. Because this hit. Best just, animated just short be- or something. Just before the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there. <laughs> Best <laughs> animated gonna... <laughs> Did your eyes glaze over again? No, all right. No. Um, the extras, disappointing. There's like a 24-minute look at the genesis of the movie and, and some of the actors talk about it and all that kind of stuff. There's, um, but really, I, would, I need an optional commentary track, and I didn't get it. So I know. You, you love those Now, things. I can't say the guy's last name anymore because you're making me feel like I pronounce it wrong. Scorsese. I, well, I don't know. I'm Scorsese. asking. I don't know. Is it Scorsese? Scorsese? Scorsese. Scorsese? Regardless, we Scorsese, love his work. Scorsese. Yeah. 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 The Just, guy's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, come on. His name doesn't deserve to be butchered. No, it shouldn't. Anyway, wonderful movie. Yes, it's religious, but you know what? It's more historical. This did happen in feudal Japan. It was not a good thing. And you can look at it one of two ways. You know, why were these missionaries pushing this stuff down people's throats? Or were they enlightening Mm -hmm. folks who needed enlightenment? So either way, but it was a great movie. Good. And it was well done. I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad you enjoyed it yourself. Was right on line with Mr. Magoo's. Now, you keep bringing up Mr. Magoo. I'm going to bring up a movie that I have no idea why this thing is so successful because we're going to venture off of this somber topic. It's because I hate Alec Baldwin. That's why. You're just jealous. I, I am. I used to love Alec How Baldwin. How is Boss Baby number one again, beating know. out Beauty and the Beast and it, again? It has no religious overtones in it. By less than a million dollars. Again for the second week. I don't know. But Beauty and the Beast is crushing it. Oh, I mean. Overall. Just domestic alone, 434 on a $160 million budget. Right. But you know the sad part about it is is the promotion on that thing, it was probably another hundred grand. Oh, easily. yeah. Easily. Or hundred million, not a hundred grand. hundred million. <laughs> it was at least 25 bucks. So I Boss mean, Baby in two weeks has brought in $90 million domestic. That's crazy. Well, I guess we're getting Boss Baby and you kn- too. But you know who's in this movie? Who did this movie? What studio? Do you know? Uh, Please, if it's Universal, there'll be a ride. Fox. 
Fox. Okay. But here's the thing. Do you know who else is in this movie? Who? Who who has said nothing about it? Jillian Bell? Jimmy Kimmel. Really? He's the father. Which is bizarre. Right. He's the last person you would think would be in a movie. I hope he took points. I hope he took something. Right. Uh, number three at the box office was the Smurfs, The Lost Village. I don't care. Exactly. There's, there's nothing going there. Uh, a movie called... Going Go- in Style. Going in Style. It's a bunch of old people. Yes, that was with Morgan Freeman. And Margaret. I didn't... And Margaret? Is she in this? I, I Margaret's in this movie. <laughs> is she really? I think she is. Really? Yeah. Now, man, you question everything I okay. say. And then the big disappointment here is Ghost in the Shell, which is now down to number five in its second there week. There is no Japanese audience for it. It dropped 60.6%, and it's only made $31.5 million domestic on a $110 million budget. This, ladies and gentlemen, is what we like to refer to as a flop. And Margaret is in it. Okay, okay, wise guy. Okay, I just was checking. Power Rangers, another flop. Uh, six million down, another fifty-six point two percent in its third week, and it's only made seventy-five point one million on a hundred on a hundred million dollar budget domestic. However, with Power Rangers, the saving grace is oh, actually no, I take it back. It's a hundred and seventeen million, including foreign. It tanked foreign, so that's barely made. It didn't make it. It hasn't right. made it back. Uh, Kong Skull Island, number seven, uh, 156 on a 185 budget. Logan, of course, still number eight, 218 on a $97 million budget. Get Out, the Jordan Peele movie, the, hor- the horror flick, 162 million on a $4.5 million budget. Amazing. You are the numbers master. I love it. I love it. Welcome to Hollywood Stock Report. Thank you. I'm your host. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, IP Daily and yeah, and so next week, number one at the box office. Yeah, the fate of the furious. Oh, easily, easily, right? And it's gonna be another five more of these stupid movies. It's like police until, academy until each actor drops dead for some reason. No, because they just get rid of them. They just kill them off and they introduce they the next the, the next right. big actor. But I'm happy that Kurt Russell's in it. I like Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell is. Is having a revival, right? Isn't he in okay. Guardians of the Galaxy two? Yes, he is. Yeah, I mean it's crazy, and you know he's going to be in the Avengers. He was not in Silence though, and I once again apologize to Mr. Scorsese for being probably that was the worst review I've ever given. Not that I give reviews often. Now, there is one movie that's Audio-wise. that's probably going to come out this year on Blu-ray and DVD before the end of the year, which may knock Masterminds off. As the for worst the 2017 comedy? worst comedy of the year. <laughs> wow. And that movie, ladies and gentlemen, is, is Chips. Yeah. With a... I don't even think I'm going to watch that. 17% uh, Rotten Tomato Meter rating, and it's only made $4 million. Right. So did you see The Walking Dead? No. Do you know what happened? Yes. <laughs> Good. Nothing. Nothing happened. Nothing. Nothing happened. Nothing. Another pointless cliffhanger to the end of the season right. to tick off diehard dead fans, yes. which is why I have walked away from the show, and I can't do it anymore. I, will I now, salute you. I, will, I just don't have the capacity to do that right now. And you know, it was the first episode that was just like, that was unnecessary. They could have easily done that and, and, and cut it to the aftermath, and they right. didn't. They had to... But I got to see Negan play out. 
I just have you to. You got another season of it, but you know what's going to happen to him. I know. I mean, and that's end up in prison. And that's what's frustrating. Yeah, he's going to be imprisoned in Alexandria. Right. But uh, I can't do it. But when you come back, because we will be off next week, yep. folks. But when you're back, better call Saul. It's back out. So I actually thought it was out, and because my DVR recorded something, and it was a three-minute promo, so uh, I was really mad. I think it's like April 29th. I was steaming. I was burning. That's out. Burning. And and Fargo season three. That's right. Highly anticipated for me. Both of those shows. I'm very excited for both of those. Great. So we're done. We're done. You go have fun on your. Well, that's definitive. You go have uh, fun on your vacation. Kind of making me uncomfortable when you just said that. Yeah. We're, we're done for one week. We're done. We're taking a, a bit of a hiatus. So that Sabbatical. You, you can go have a vacation. Oh, man. I, yeah. I know you're In excited. the lovely lands of Missouri. Well, good luck to you, you sir. You can't beat that with a stick. You can't, and you shan't. Okay. And, I'm Todd Stowell. And I'm Joe Zadkowski. And follow us. On Facebook. Download us. We're I, everywhere. I think we've got nobody that has downloaded us on iTunes. No, it's not true. It's not true? I listen every time. Okay, because that's one. Yes, yeah, so that's me. Okay, and me, that's two. Best wishes. All right, so warmest regards. Thank you. With 25% off all new and up to 70% off previously leased furnishings, do you really need a better reason to party? We don't think so. Come visit our new Court Furniture Clearance Center with more than 9,000 square feet of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home and office. Sofas from $199.99, bedroom sets from $399.99, dining sets from $299.99, and more. Free food, prizes, and fun all weekend long at our Chantilly Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Huge savings on new and previously leased furnishings. That's right, huge savings. At Court Furniture Clearance Center, choose from our wide variety of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. You'll find sofas from $199.99 and more. Everything in our 9,000 square foot showroom is Court certified, guaranteed, and in stock. Ready for delivery or to take home today. Visit our Chantilly Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off.